Harvest Australia Church podcast. We're so glad you're listening today. We pray this blesses you and encourages you. And if you want to get in touch with us or find out more about our ministry, please check out our website or social media. We pray you have a great day. Hey, today um, I want to share on something I think God's already stirring even this morning and I think some when we're just praying before the service uh, even said it but I want to share on confidence and clarity but it probably could also be said confidence and boldness. Um, It's been interesting in the last couple of weeks we've had our school service, our graduation service for year 12s and we've had um, our arts extravaganza and for those of you who don't know I mean this place was absolutely jam-packed full of people during the week for our arts extravaganza and a lot of those people are from the wider community and they just come in and go wow we didn't even know this place existed this is incredible uh, and we had fireworks and just all sorts of things going on sorry for those of you who live in Orkana you know that's that's what it was but um but it was an amazing couple of weeks uh in in our school college environment um, but also we've been just looking at ourselves and looking at what God's doing. Like Ryan said, youth on Friday nights and, you know, I mean, the seniors overtake this place on Thursdays and it's, there's so much going on. And it, what, what hit me this week as I was just thinking was that we are very, very blessed. We're very, very blessed. But living in Australia, living in South Australia living in the southern area of South Australia, sometimes we can carry almost an embarrassment about being blessed. We can carry a, um, a it's almost a false humility sometimes, but it can, it can be a, a posture whereby we don't want to brag and we don't want to make anyone else feel bad, so we're not actually going to testify about how good God is through us and what he's actually doing. And the words that came to me, and this will be specifically for some of you today, is to throw off shame. (laughs) Throw off shame. I don't know what I said there, but, you know. Right, okay, I'll take that. Throw off shame. You know, you never know these days if you're saying something that's edgy and you're not even in that trend yet. You're never quite aware of what's going on. Um, I'll give you a little testimony um, just of God's goodness just to keep, keep things flowing in that direction. But I, I've, I had a, a guy from, uh, he's a pastor, leader, a uh, great leader from the US who I got into cryptocurrencies, bitcoins. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you are like, what on earth is that? Um, anyway, so this week he messaged me. He said, wow, this is phenomenal. In the last three weeks, I've made $3,000. And, um, and this is a guy who he likes money, he likes this sort of stuff, he loves the Lord and he's in ministry and doing really well. And, but what, what I was reminded of is the power of thank you, the power of rejoicing when God does something good. The pa- he, and believe me, this guy's got no shame, okay? This guy has very, very little shame. And, and so he had no problem in, he didn't have to throw off any guilt or shame or whatever about how much he's made or anything like that. He's just straight back to me saying, thank you very much. I'm going to take that profit. He didn't offer me a commission, by the way. <laughs> but, but it hit me again. Boldness is a great gift. 
Boldness is a great gift. Throwing off shame, throwing off any jacket of fear of other people, of what they might think, or even of, a, of I have to stay humble, I have to, have to stay meek and mild, and I have to be quiet, and, and this kind of thinking, because sometimes that kind of thinking is the opposite to testimony. It's the opposite to faith. It's the opposite. It's not always, but sometimes it can be the opposite to actually giving the Lord the glory He deserves. And, and even looking throughout this week with the amount of visitors we've had in through the place and people from all over this community, the politicians through at the graduation service, you know, we, we would have had thousands of people impacted. You have. You've been part of that. Thousands of people in our community have been impacted by Harvest Australia Church. By our, our hearts, our vision, who we are, your giving, your sharing, your time, all of these sorts of things. We are impacting the southern region of Adelaide. But sometimes we forget it, don't we? And we just think, oh, I'm doing my little bit here. I'm doing my, oh, it doesn't matter about that. You know, we can always think someone else is doing something better. We need to stop thinking like that, don't we? God is moving through your life. God is doing great things in your life. Let's not worry about what he's doing in other people. Sure, we iron can sharpen iron and we can uh, learn from others and we do that all the time. But there's a time where we have to throw off shame. We have to throw off all fear and we have to let go of that stuff so that we can walk into the new thing. We can walk into the new thing. Adrian and Melissa, I, I don't want to highlight you too much, but it just keeps coming back to me. You guys, I know you're... you're well, I don't know how much I can say, but I know you're, there's a life change coming up, right, for you guys. You've told me that. But what kept coming back to me just this morning was that this, this is going to be a great season for you guys. It's going to be a blessed season for your marriage. It's going to be a blessed season for your lives, and you're going to feel a wholeness that you haven't had in a long time. Uh, and that... that and Melissa, even though this may even, uh, maybe in past life, this experience could have been a very frustrating one for you. It might have been like, now I'm going and it could cause frustration. I think God's going to give you assignments of blessing and he's going to bless you through that. So you're not going to feel like just a, a, you know, a compartment of what's going on. You're going to be part of what's going on. And so it's going to really be a blessing for you guys. Um, but it's only for a short season because we want you back. Okay, that, <laughs> that wasn't prophetic, that last pick, okay? But anyway, there you go. You've heard it, okay. Um, I'm not sure where I was on that, but only to say that we really need to be grateful for how God is in this place. And that's not to put any other place down. That's not to, we love, you know, meeting with other leaders. We're meeting with pastors this week and we're, they happen to have a dirt bike, so I've invited him up. You know, it's just part of the parcel these days. But, but it's, it's one of those great things when you can have relationships, but when you can also recognise the prophetic calling on us, recognise the mantle on us and not be shy about it, not, not, not think that we can't actually be proud in the right way of who we are. And, and I think there's a lot about our college um, Southern Vales, because when we tell people what's going on, I remember having people from interstate, from different schools, um, asking me questions, and I'm telling them what's going on. We're seeing kids saved, and we've got this going on, and our results are like this, and our nap plan's like this, and all. They're like, oh my goodness, that's phenomenal. And I sort of have to pinch myself and say, that's right, it is phenomenal. 
It is phenomenal what God, God is doing in our own backyard. We don't have to necessarily look at other places and say, if only we had this, if only we had that, or if in your personal situation, if only I was like that person, if only I was like, you might feel very small. Let me give you a great example about how small is powerful. Yesterday, we went to a shop and we bought one of those tiny little speaker systems. Anyone got one? Tiny little speaker system, little JBL thing. That pumps out noise like these things. It's amazing. They're tiny little speakers, but really, really high volume, bassy, amazing clarity. And that's what we can be like sometimes. We might look small or feel small, but you've got as much kingdom in you as the person next door. You've got just as much. No comparison needed. No, you know, unqualified this, unqualified that. But remember your speaker system that's inside of you. I want to share a couple of verses with you for a moment. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Most of us know this. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. I think we've got it up there. Yes, we do. Because of Christ and our faith in Him, we can now come boldly and confidently into His presence. Don't you love those words? Boldly and confidently. If they're the only two words you remember from the whole thing today, remember them. Boldly and confidently. Boldness and confidence. These, these are not shy little terms where we're sort of very quiet and we just, oh, maybe if God wants me to do that. No, boldly and confidently getting into His presence. Or in other words, it might be boldly and confidently doing what He's called you to do. Doing what He's asking of you. Or using the talent that you have boldly and confidently to invest in the kingdom to do whatever he's put in front of you. Some people are still waiting for that thing to hit them or that promotion to rock up in the mail or someone to approach them and say, finally, you're going to be the CEO of this show or whatever it might be. It just doesn't happen. We are to invest the talents that we have in our pocket now. And when we invest them well, he increases them. He increases them. It's just a kingdom principle. Boldly and confidently. Remember that. Ephesians 1, 3. Boldness and confidence. They're two very, very powerful traits. One of the things that we sometimes struggle with is, and we all do this, in a practical nature, is not quite sure of left or right. And the Bible calls that double-minded. Now, I don't want to Make you feel bad if you're in a stage where you're wondering this or wondering that and trying to sort through stuff. Everyone has that in, in life at various stages. We, we're working through problems or challenges or decisions for the future. Most of us would have that. However, when there's a boldness and a confidence about what he's given us now to do, often the next thing falls into place. When we're not questioning the now, the future becomes clearer. When we're looking at what, okay, Lord, what I've got to do, it's, I remember when I was playing drums, I played drums for like 15, 16, 17 years in church and youth and every meeting we possibly ever could have in, in church here. And I remember, you know, some years just thinking, oh, gee, what am I doing still playing drums? What am I doing still playing drums? I've been doing this for like 15 years and I'm still playing drums. I've got a grey hair this morning, I'm still playing drums. Our drummer's meant to have grey hair. And, you know, all these questions going through your Three, it's amazing how fast thoughts happen in all of our heads, isn't it? Like this morning, all of us have had the most random of thoughts that we would never tell anyone. 
Oh, it went very quiet, didn't it? <laughs> but sometimes when we just get out of that little mold of thinking, oh, no, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And uh, I always find it interesting in a setting like this, you know, you can, it, it, it really, atmospheres really play a big part when you get a few hundred people together. Uh, because, you know, if, 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 the speaker doesn't know what they're doing. Everyone's feeling it. So there's this vibe of what, what's going on. Or if, you know, if we play a song way out of tune, everyone's like, oh, no. What's going to happen? You know, but everyone's, you know, everyone's thinking it. Everyone's thinking the same thing. We're all, we're all in the same boat. So things are not as precious as we make them seem. We're not as precious as we make ourselves seem in the sense of it doesn't really matter. Uh, I mean, if we put up on a screen everyone's 10 top random thoughts this morning, we would all be horrified. It would be like, man, that person was awkward this morning. Man, that was just a weird thing that happened to me this morning. Oh, I hope my fly's done up while I'm preaching this morning. I hope, hope the air conditioning's okay. I, I'm thinking about lunch. I hope Karen's got our roast pork cooked just right for us today. We, every single one of us have the most random of thoughts. Our brains are just ticking, aren't they? But we don't tell anyone. We're, we're all stiff. We, don't, we, we think that might just, oh, you know what I mean? I know that's got very little to do with what I was saying. <laughs> but it's a good point. <laughs> On how stiff we can be sometimes. And if we just shake ourselves a little bit and realise that everyone's going through stuff. Everyone's got trials. Everyone's got challenges. Everyone's got questions in life. And we realize that, hey, actually, this is life. This is what life's all about, journeying through this stuff. It's about doing it well. We've all got things that we're not sure about in the next few years. We're not sure whether Bitcoin's going to go up 100% or 1,000%. You'd be surprised how many pastors responded to my... Uh, invitation for people to get into Bitcoin. And uh, you don't have to get into it. You, you don't even have to know what I'm talking about. But what it made me realise is pastors want to earn money too. <laughs> From all over Australia, I had them. People I don't even know. They're like, hey, can you get me in on that stuff? You know, I wouldn't mind earning a decent wage. And uh, so, you know, we're all the same. Nothing's new under the sun. Nothing's new under the sun. Ecclesiastes says that. And so sometimes when we just get back to reality and a God perspective of things, he's not that worried about your faults. He's not that worried about things you're ashamed of. If you've given them to him, he's not thinking of them still. He's not holding you back to your limitations. He's not holding you back to your hesitations. And he's not holding you to your failures. He's actually already looking prophetically to your future and saying, just invest what I've given you. Just invest what I've given you. Don't be double-minded. And that's what the Bible says about having clarity and purpose. James 1.8 says, A person who has doubts is thinking about two different things at the same time and can't make up his mind about anything. If in life we're thinking about major things I'm talking about, if we're thinking, oh, maybe I should do this thing, maybe I should do that thing, and if we're, if we're beyond the season where we should be asking that question, then do what's in front of you very, 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 very well. Do it so well. Do it so well that God, God that was a Duncan guard, um, that, that God can't resist promoting you. He can't resist promoting you. Okay, Duncan is a friend of ours. He's been here before. He'll, they'll be back, coming back in March to us next year. I'll have to practice my guard. 
A person who has doubts, or in other words, is double-minded, is thinking about two different things at the same time. It's not possible to really please God or please man when we're trying to please everyone all the time. We end up as a nervous wreck because we're like, oh, I want to please that person. I don't want to say the thing to offend that person or offend that person or, or offend God or do anything wrong. But when we throw off shame, we throw off fear, fear of man, fear of any, what anyone might think, then we have a crystal clarity about how we operate in our lives. And it's like, wow, I, if, it might be family, it might be money, it might be my job, it might be my wife, it could be any small situation around you. Normally, if we look after the one metre radius around us really well, God will look after the 10 metre radius. If we look after that radius, there's no point looking and saying, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, but we've got a terrible marriage. Or I want to do this and I want to do that, but we end up, we're just shocking with money and we can't really, you know, settle ourselves. When we have peace with ourselves, God will often bring purpose out of that and he'll bring strength out of that. And that comes with clarity, not double-mindedness. Sometimes it might pay to sit down with someone wise, make sure they're bald and, and go and ask them. Although Russell and me were discussing glasses probably works as well, right? Glasses works in the wisdom category. If they've got glasses, they look wise too. But here's, here's the, the prophetic symbolism that I was hearing from the Lord as I was just preparing for this um, during worship. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many pastors do that though, you know. Joel chapter 3, verse 13, you've all heard this many times. It says, put in the sickle for the harvest is ripe. Put in the sickle for the harvest is ripe. That is a prophetic word for some of us here today. You've sown and sown and sown and sown. In fact, if you keep sowing, you're going to over-sow the soil. You're, well, you're a great giver and sower. It's time to reap a harvest. It's time to reap a harvest. Get rid of shame. Get rid of limitations. Get rid of your own insecurities and inhibitions. We've been watching a, a few movies lately because we live in the country. We don't get fast internet anymore. Isn't that interesting? But we're back to DVDs. We didn't even know DVD stores still existed, but we're, we're going back to DVD stores, would you believe? And um, anyway, so we've been able to get hold of a, a, a few... DVDs, and they're sort of end-of-world style things. End-of-world, there's a whole lot of stuff coming out now, isn't there? End-of-world, and you've got to sort of map your way through and work out what's going to happen, who's going to survive. But when you look at this stuff, prophetically, Hollywood sometimes is onto something. Sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes Hollywood is also sensing that the world can't go on forever. I mean, I've said this before, and one of the things we watched recently was about this, but, you know, by 2050, have a look at what the global population is going to be like and whether we can feed that many people. It's an interesting Google search. Do it. Because you, you, I don't want to bring fear, but it's like, hey, Jesus might be coming soon. <laughs> because there's going to be an end somewhere, isn't there? It's, there's a finite amount of resources that Earth has. And so just purely from a practical point of view, Hollywood's worked that out. Now, they haven't worked out the Jesus bit yet, however, except Mel Gibson, but, but Jesus is returning, isn't he? And he's coming back for his bride. He's coming back for you and I. If we know him and we love him, he's coming back for you and I. So we have this gap in our lives between now and then. We don't know how long it is. But when we, when we remind ourselves, it's not long. It's not very long. 
We, we get a kingdom perspective of our time, don't we? And we realize, hang on, I can't be double-minded. Do you know what? I think even if you make a mistake, if you make a mistake in faith with good counsel, you can't go wrong. In faith with good counsel. If you run it by those filters, I think even if, you know, Jesus says, well, you, you chose number two, but gee, you did a damn good job at number two. I don't know if Jesus says that, but... You did a very, very good job at number two. In fact, you did so well at number two, I'm going to give you exactly what I would have given you if you did number one. He's not that phased, I don't think. I don't know if Jesus has random thoughts, but wouldn't it be fascinating to know his random thoughts about us? Sometimes I think it would just be like, would you just stop asking that same question and do something? Would you just do something with what I've given you? Would you just pray for that person instead of criticizing them? Would you, would you just you speak an atmosphere of positivity or would you just, I don't know, whatever it might be, you put words in his mouth and it might be better than mine. But sometimes we're, we're so questioning, we're so wondering that Jesus might return next year and we'll go, my goodness, I spent a whole year just doing absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. We don't have years to do nothing, do we? That's what double-mindedness does. And it doesn't mean you have to be rushing around. We rush less now than we ever have. But we probably accomplish more now than we ever have. Clarity and boldness are very, very powerful. When we have clarity about our lives and we have a boldness about our lives, then we actually achieve great things. So I want to just say it again because this is really the, the word that I heard the Lord say is that You've been sowing, sowing, sowing for a long time. Sometimes maybe in the wrong paddocks, but that's okay. You've been sowing and sowing and sowing. It's time to reap a harvest. It's time to reap a harvest in your life. It's time to reap a harvest. Stop putting yourself down. Stop putting yourself down. Stop thinking someone else can do it better. Stop allowing other people to steal your thunder. Step in and take it. Step in and, and be the person that he's created you to be. Because when a few hundred people do that, it's very, very powerful. When we don't just let everyone else, I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting when you travel, you know, even if you go to Sydney or Melbourne, you just realise, boom, everything's big. And Adelaideans always comment on traffic and bigness, don't we? Straight away, oh, there's lots of buildings. Oh, there's lots of traffic. I mean, we already knew that, didn't we? But we have to comment. And, and that straight away, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's just one of those things we're used to always commenting on the bigness of others and we forget about the bigness of ourselves. Because most people come to Adelaide and they're actually blown away by its beauty, by its churches, by its people, by, by a respectability and, and, and just by the prosperity of what we have in our region, the diversity, the beaches, the vineyards, the hills, the, everything that we have. We are a blessed people. You are a blessed person. And sometimes we need to just pinch ourselves, don't we? And remember that we are so blessed. We are so abundantly blessed. It's time to reap a harvest. It's time to reap a harvest of people. It's time to stop putting shame on ourselves or on anyone else and thinking that someone else is going to do something better than we are. But we can actually do things the best. We can do things absolutely the best. That's why we got someone better than us in this week to sort of challenge us to, to think a little bit about stuff. But even as he came onto the property, he said, oh, my goodness, you don't see any of this from the road. But it's a prophetic symbolism of what we've been like for generations now. You don't see much of what we are from the road. But it's time to be seen from the road. 
It's time to be seen from the streets. It's time to be heard in the conversation. It's time to be heard in our region. And God's been challenging me a little bit about that politically, just to start, you know, getting under the nose of some of the politicians a little bit more and encouraging them, (laughs) encouraging them, but actually being seen by them. Because, again, when they come in here, they're blown away. They don't know it, but they're getting the presence of God on them. And so they say, oh, the air conditioning's nice in here. (laughs) Most of them don't quite know what what they're really sensing, but most of them leave. We we had someone we were talking to uh, at one of the services, and we were just sharing very quickly, and she began to cry as she was talking. She's just like, I'm just a little bit overwhelmed. And she didn't know what it was or who it was, but we have him inside of us. And he's not shy, is he? He's not shy. So why are we? Why are we so shy about how good he is in us? Why do we have shame? Why do we have doubts? Why do we have fears? It's time to just get rid of them. So stand with me this morning. And Here's the thing. Adelaideans wait for everyone else. We're very polite. We, we, except when you're driving a car. But we wait for everyone else. So, for example, you know, if it were, uh, you know... A, a, picking of a sporting club, you're never going to be the first one to say, hey, I want to do that. Or if you're doing this, you know, generally speaking, we're quite shy. We like to just be very polite and let someone else take the lead. But prophetically, the church is not allowed to do that. That's not what we're called to do. We're not let, let the gay agenda lead. That's not what we're called to do, are we? We're not to let other political agendas lead. We are to be the head, not the tail. And he is the head, not the tail. And so he's created us to be leaders Every single one of us, even if you feel like a tiny little JBL speaker, you will pump up as much sound as anyone else in the room because of who's in you. And so I just want to pray. Just lift your hands. I want to pray over us this morning. Yeah, Lord, we just thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your word over us, your banner over us. Lord, we thank you that you prophetically have raised us up as a significant people, a significant people filled with your love and your power and your presence. And Lord, we pray this morning that you would throw off all shame of every person here, all shame, all guilt, all fear, all habitual sin, all doubts in Jesus' mighty name. We bind all of these things in Jesus' name and we just throw them off today. We throw them off in Jesus' name. And Lord, we ask that you would fill us with a fresh boldness. You'd fill us with a fresh effectiveness in this region, that you would shake this region with who you are through us. We ask for a move of God, but we ask that you would move your people. And Lord, we pray this morning, Holy Spirit, that you would come. That you would come and refresh and fill us up. I want us just for 30 seconds just to pray. You might be in tongues, English, Chinese, I don't really care. Just pray for 30 seconds. Practice boldness right now. Worship team, just come up and join me. Shikarabha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, throw off shame this morning. Throw it off this morning. Shika Baba. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Fresh boldness. Fresh boldness. Fresh life. Fresh energy from heaven. Lord Jesus, we pray. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Yes, yeah. Just keep praying. Just lift it up now a little bit. Let's, let's take it from a, from, an, from a perspective into a new realm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Boldness. Boldness. Come confidently and boldly into His throne room today. Thank you, Lord.